Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Ever heard a sports talk show like this before? Didn't think so. It's D.A. on CBS Sports Radio. D.A., how you feeling, brother? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Happy Friday, boys and girls. One question, one question only. How do you feel? I feel good, and I'm doing well. Man, that's all that really matters. And we appreciate you being with us. It's a Target Demo Friday, so let us know where you are and how you're listening. And we will get to those coming up here on the show in 40 minutes from now. Also in 20 minutes, it's perhaps the greatest Canadian bacon ever. Earlier in the week, Pat Boyle was disappointed in his own effort. They got a 4-2-5 Oings, but he knew there was more to give. We knew there was better for him. So he said, if you give me another shot after game three, I will deliver the greatest bacon ever. We'll see if he can live up to his guarantee. Canadian bacon comes your way with Pat Boyle in 20 minutes after a dramatic Game 3 victory by the Panthers last night. And as I said, Target Demo Friday coming up in the epic fail in 40 minutes from now. Now, before I get into my NBA Finals take, the question of the morning last segment was, how should Zach Gelb greet you as the D'Alien listeners that are looking for him to park your car. He lost the season-long football bets competition to Mraz, and loser had to dress up and park cars as the valet for Bob's Bar. We're finally paying that off. He's going to have to dress up as Matt Rule, his best bud from Temple, in a Nebraska Cornhuskers coaching outfit. And I believe Matt is in Harrisburg telling us exactly how Gelb should greet him and others when they arrive on the premises. Matt, good morning. Good morning, DA. Beam me up. Zap, zap, brother. What's going on? Well, if you guys have ever seen the Office episode Garden Party, we need to, you need to get a list of all of the guests and have them announce them in some ridiculously over-the-top <laughs> fashion. Um, the character Dwight annou- announces everybody by rolling his R's ridiculously, and it's basically hilarious the entire time. So we should have Gelb as like a town crier having to announce everybody that arrives. Yes. Okay, I like it. Thank you, Matt. That's a good suggestion. We've got to figure this out for Gelb. How he's going to address everybody as they as they arrive and if he's going to call everybody yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, as he takes their keys and parks the car. <laughs> I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. The town crier or yeah. the yes or no sir? The yes or no sir, but the town crier idea is not terrible, especially, you know, he could go half Matt Rule up top, like party up top, and downstairs do like uh, like the court jester stuff, high socks, with the pants rolled down like he's doing the big royal creeds. Is that what you call them? 
I don't know if that's what you call them, but yeah, you're talking about like a medieval yes. waist down situation. Yes, and that's how you do the big announcements. Hear ye, hear ye, here arrives Mariana. Right, on a big scroll. <laughs> Does Gelb have the night off or is he doing his show Friday night? Uh, that I'm going to have to talk to management. Pete? That's a check. I have to check. We're a week out. No, I, it's on the schedule, but I haven't looked at the schedule well, yet. If Hickey stops making videos about sports takes in the shower, he might be available <laughs> to fill in for Zach. Hickey's doing shower takes? Oh, this week. Yeah, right. You've been out. This became a big yeah. thing. His new gimmick, uh, the bad boy of radio, is that he gets naked in the shower and gives sports opinions while showering into a camera. Where does he place the camera? You know, it's a great question, DA. Uh, I don't know. I'm guessing the same place he probably puts the bars of soap. But you get him basically scrubbing shampoo in his hair, his whole chest hair's out. He's fully nude, but you don't get the bottom shot. And he's giving you an opinion on, you know, some kind of NBA game or something like that. Well, I I admire the uh, trying to get creative, trying to find your niche. Uh, now I'm looking at this right now. But this, boy, he's really digging deep into what can separate him. He has tried being drunk at the Rose Bowl and giving hammered takes. He has tried cursing on the air. He has tried taste-testing Trader Joe's PB&J sticks. Nobody now he's doing shower takes. Yeah, and the latest one, by the way, he was brushing his teeth in the shower, which I thought interesting movie. He's a multitasker. <laughs> that, that's right. That was Hickey as well. He did also burp on the air. Wow. So Hickey's trying to find an identity here, huh? And he's gone to shower yeah. takes. Yeah, nude guy. Uh, so, But I, I'm assuming, you know, look, he's got to be available, I would think, next Friday to fill in for Zach. Yeah, beyond exciting. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to bring my camera into the – bring my phone into the shower because there's a lot of humidity and water there. You would think, you would think, but look, that's why he's the bad boy radio DA. He doesn't, he doesn't think before he acts. Yeah, right. That's right. He doesn't care. No, no big deal. Just, no big deal. Just crushing it. Okay. Jamal Murray has a floor burn on his off hand. He's a righty shooter. It's his left hand. It's on the meaty part of the, um, where the thumb connects to the, the, the palm and he's got a big floor burn, and it kind of ripped off a bunch of skin and exposed a bunch of uh, pinkness and tenderness under the under the skin. There's some flesh that's exposed. So he's got a bandage on it as he's gone through practice yesterday. It is his offhand. But that's got to be something. I mean, we'll see how they bandage it up so that he can dribble with it and he can shoot with it. But it's going to be something, and and something to watch in Game 4, considering just how amazing both he and Nikola Jokic were in Game 3. It would be so nuggets if they were cruising to an NBA championship in their first NBA Finals ever, looking for their first title ever, and then suddenly it's a floor burn that does them in and swings the series. But this is at least something to watch at least something to watch because Jamal Murray is vital to the Nuggets consistently putting pressure offensively and defensively really on the Miami Heat. The Heat can't catch up with that type of firepower and if Jamal Murray's hitting, we know that Jokic is going to do what he does. He just, you pencil him in for a triple-double. It's usually a 20-point triple-double. Sometimes it's a 30-point triple-double. Other times it's a 40-point triple-double. You just, you know that's what you get. But Murray is the wild card because 
Murray can go for 40. He can go for 16. More often than not in the postseason, he's gone for 26, 28, 31, 34. He's been great as well, and it's why they're as far as they were, and he had a 30-point triple-double in Game 3. But Murray being hindered is something to watch and could be some type of equalizer in a Game 4 that the Heat really have to have. If the Heat fall behind three games to one, they got to travel to Denver for Game 5. They would have to travel to Denver for Game 7, not where you want to be. So the Nuggets want to keep the pressure on the Heat in Game 4 and keep them chasing in this series and have a chance to close out at home in Game 5. The Tyler Hero thing to me is very interesting because it's a broken hand. It's not an ACL. It's not a shoulder separation. I don't know if you really worry about making a broken hand any worse to where he would miss time next year or permanent damage. It's a broken bone of the hand. If he does re-aggravate it, are you really worried that he's going to be out for October and November? I mean, it, to me, it's kind of meaningless. This is the NBA Finals. It's it's not something that'll derail his entire season next year if he does re-aggravate it. He was cleared for practice, but not cleared for games. I mean, to me, he's got to play. And I know they've gotten this far without him in the playoffs, but he is a difference maker. It's amazing they've done what they've done without him because he is the second leading scorer on the Heat. And he is the most dependable outside shot they have. Struess has been great. Vincent's been great. Martin's been great. Duncan Robinson's come along. They've all been much better than advertised. But Tyler Hero is a legit three-point shooter that would start at almost any team in the NBA. If the, you get him back even at 80%, it's better than watching Max Struess go one for nine again. He's one for 17 in the two losses in this series. So I, I don't know how you don't activate Hero. I know it's the doctor's decision. At least that's what Spo is saying. But if he's cleared for practice, how can you not put him in basically a must-win game four when you need some three-pointers to fall? That's how they came back to win game two. The fourth quarter is all about the three. They need Hero's help in that department. And I would say suit up no matter what. I mean, so what? You got to... A, a tender hand, a tender bone in your hand, you got to get out there and play. It's it's the NBA Finals. For what? You save him so that he's there opening night in October? Who cares? On this Target Demo Friday, we are celebrating the Bob's Bar Show a week from today. So if you so choose to come by, stop by, we've kind of lined up all of the, the good stuff that's going to be happening out there. And everybody is welcome. Kids are welcome. Friends, family, pseudo-celebrities, Cy Young Award winners from the late 80s like Frank Viola. Do we have any lead on Viola maybe like coming it. and trying to uh, strike out Bob and Wiffleball? Look, I'm holding out hope, but but the days are dwindling here, DA. I, I feel like I'm being ghosted by the, the Viola team, whoever that might be that's in charge of Viola's team. Team Viola? Team Viola. Uh, I'm not even sure he's in the continental United States right now. So, um, yes, hopes are dwindling, but you never know. I, I never say never, and I never give up. And I learned that from a young man named Damon Amendolaro one day of taking, not taking no for an answer. Exciting times, obviously. And have we reached out to Quacker Jack? No, I did not reach out to Quacker Jack. Uh, that one did slip through the old quacks. 
uh, as the Ducks are on the road. But as you pointed out, I don't think Quacker Jack's costume makes the trip. So he <laughs> potentially could be available, but he might be looking as a day off. So we'll find out. Quacker Jack is the Long Island Ducks Independent League Baseball, yeah. their mascot. And how far is Islip where they play away from you guys? Uh, it's closer to my house. So it's probably 20 minutes max from Bob's Bar. It would be great if Quacker Jack was dressed as Quacker Jack as he was driving in the car and then could drop the keys to uh, Gelb. Gelb and Gelb had to call him Mr. Quacker Jack. <laughs> Mr. Jack. <laughs> hey, QJ, what's up, man? Yes, sir. No, sir, Mr. Quacker Jack. Yes, sir. I'll have that wax right away. Like the end of Back to the Future 1 where Biff has to... Has to take Marty's you know, dad's car. Not for nothing. Schwartz, Schwartz is catching on enough free stuff. He should be getting Sparky the Islanders mascot to come along with him. You know? No, Sparky's the Devils, isn't he? No, he's the because he was with the Dragons Arena football team. The Islanders just took him and the Dragons folded. I would think Sparky would be a good name for the Devils mascot. Sparky is the Islanders but mascot? But again, Sparky started as the New York Dragons Arena League mascot, so he I became see. friendly to Long Island fans, so the Islanders kept him okay. on just through a hockey jersey on it. But, I mean, what is Sparky? I mean, Schwartz has done enough for that organization. Broken sticks and whatnot. He's got to get Sparky in his car. Oh, Sparky is a dragon. Got it. Sparky the dragon. Yes, yes, of course. Of course. Yes, everybody knows Sparky around town. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, the devil mascot is just known as NJ Devil. That's the mascot's name? Yeah, that's tough. Oh. He should be Sparky. Do you think when they played the Thrashers, they said the devil went down to Georgia? It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I don't think they did. No. Uh, one note before we go to break, before this historic Canadian bacon. The NFL PA is using Tom Brady in the NFL to help be a spokesman for educational videos against betting for the players. And I think that this is hysterical because, okay, so you're an NFL player and you're watching your fellow NFL players get nipped, okay? So Isaiah Rogers now is the latest player who bet on football or bet on a sport and could be suspended. Looks like he actually bet on his own team, which is the stupidest of the stupid. But you can't bet on anything inside the team facility. You certainly can't bet on the NFL, and you definitely can't bet on your own team. Is it not ridiculous that you might need Tom Brady to tell you this and then you would listen? I mean, what? how stupid are NFL players? How stupid? It is obvious I would imagine in every locker room it says don't bet because that, that's been up in locker rooms forever. If you ever go to an NFL locker room, if you ever had media access or whatever, you would see there's big, you know, don't bet. If you bet, you lose it. There are no winners. Everybody's a loser. If you bet on sports, yada, yada, yada. Every player knows it. Now, in the news you are watching, your peers, your brethren get suspended. Those are game checks, your money, your income, being taken away from you. So you know that it's happening. It, it cannot be a blind spot. Every organization must say, hey, don't bet. Remember, don't bet. There's the sign, don't bet. And then suddenly an educational 80s, the more you know video with Tom Brady, and people are going to be like, oh, wow, you know what? I should listen to Tom. It's like you need somebody like Tom Brady to make you actually listen. How stupid could you be? When we come back, the historic Canadian bacon. 
Pat Boyle has guaranteed five winks and the greatest bacon of all time. Can he deliver? DA, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The sizzle of the best goals. Sing us a song. You're the overtime ending man. The saltiness of the best games. Because we're having a good time. Having a good time. We crave the nightly action of the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's a hockey, you know. It's only it's only game. Why do you have to be mad? He's a good guy. It's your morning serving of Canadian bacon. Only on the DA Show. Perhaps the most anticipated Canadian bacon ever. Earlier in the week after game two, Pat knew he had more to give. He said, if you give me another shot, I guarantee you the greatest Canadian bacon ever. Today is that day. Pat Boyle, take it away. All right, gentlemen, game three in Sunrise last night. The Panthers were were trying to avoid a catastrophe of going down three games to none. Whether it was a must win or a can't lose or a gotta gotta have it, the Panthers needed a pretty historic performance last night. They got the start they needed. Brandon Montour skated the contours of the ice and went top shelf where mama keeps the catnip. He let it rip. Aiden Hill let it slip. Panthers me out first, one nothing. But the Panthers' discipline has been lacking all postseason long, and they put themselves into the cat's cradle towards the end of the first period. Anthony Duclair should be declawed after he went into the box for tripping, and on the Vegas power play, Mark Stone was high on life and smoking on that Florida pack. 
He blazed one past Bobrovsky to tie the game at one. Florida was pussyfooting their way through the second period with a, not a lot of energy. And then another penalty sent Vegas to the power play where they cashed in once again. Jonathan Marcheseau reaped what he sowed with a goal on the man advantage. Golden Knights in front, 2-1. to one. Then, one of the best finishes to a Stanley Cup final game in recent history. Final five minutes. Panthers still down a goal. Matthew Kachuk almost had no luck of returning to the game earlier on after taking a huge hit. But he cleared concussion protocol. And when Paul Maurice pulled Sergei Bobrovsky, leaving the net gaping, the Cats needed a miracle. But Matthew Kachuk went through the slot, took the puck, and made his buck. Fred Howden guides it to neutralize. Panthers back from left to right. In comes Bennett. Delays at the right point. Into the slot. A drive. Score! Carter Verhage in overtime. Florida wins game three. And that is the wrong clip. And that's the wrong clip. That's the wrong clip, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, that was supposed to be the game tying goal. Yep. Oh, wow. All right. Well, we are going to trudge on through here. So, game tied at two, final 11 seconds. And Gustav Forsling makes a massive mistake tripping up Chandler Stevenson. Panthers fans thought it should have been a no call. They had to kill off a penalty going into OT, which they did. And then in overtime, moments later, hey, I just met you. And this is crazy. I played the clip before, but here's Verhage. Fred Howden guides it to neutralize. Panthers back from left to right. In comes Bennett. Delays at the right point. Into the slot. A drive. Score! Carter Verhage in overtime. Florida wins game three. The Florida Panthers. I can't, I can't believe that. The Florida Panthers come from behind with one of the greatest comebacks in Stanley Cup final history. They take game three by a score of three to two in overtime. And they're back in this series as game four tomorrow night and sunrise. And damn it, that is your Canadian bacon. That clip just ruined everything. Playing the wrong clip. Okay. Uh, okay, so Pete, give me the oinks. Two and two seven five. Two seven five. Okay, so let me just ask you this, Pat. Aside from playing what was the game-winning goal when you were trying to set up the game-tying goal at the end of regulation, was there a song that you were going to weave in there? There was. So you made made a, a mistake here, and that's not that you played the wrong clip. You could have powered through. It might not have been a five. You probably would have had four, five at best, but just playing the wrong clip did not entirely sink the bacon. The writing was obviously very good early. The catastrophe was solid. Where Mama Keeps the Catnip was very good. I thought the Duclair could be declawed very good. I always like when you play the stoner role, smoking that Florida pack. The Kachuk line was very good. Kachuk needed luck, took the puck, made his buck. All that's really good. And then you play the wrong clip, which if you would have just spun out and been like, that's actually the game winner, but let's pick it up from there. 
and finished, I think you could have had a four or five. It wouldn't have been a five. It wouldn't have been the greatest bacon ever. But you still could have delivered, but you really let it rattle yourself, and it just totally, you self-combusted from there. Yeah, I had two more songs. I had some other puns in there. I, I totally ditched the script. I tanked. Oh. I tanked the game. This is why I should have let Bilotti play the clips. Took it upon myself, tried to be a hero, played the wrong clip, and I said, the hell with it. I'm tanking the rest of this this Canadian bacon. I'm not finishing it. Forget the, the other two songs I had. Forget the performance, the charades I had planned here. Done. Why did you decide to do that? I don't know. Don't know. Yeah, so was it just like emotion? You were frustrated. You built this up, and then you had let yourself down, and so you just couldn't go on? Or did you purposely tank it to hold on to good content so that you didn't blow it here maybe a little bit of both but i mean i can't ask i can't ask for another shot of redemption after this that that's yeah, this is all time this is an all-time pathetic display that's why this is disappointing I, I wanted to hear the songs i wanted to hear everything you got and instead it was like you had a three-run lead and then you gave up a two-run jack and then suddenly you just melted down and then it spiraled into a, a seven-run inning Whew. <laughs> What's yeah, the I got, um, I got I got nothing. Uh, what is that? I well, I mean if I may play the role of bogish in this yes, now, you DA. May. Um there's a guy who works on the show Mraz who's been doing Canadian bacon for a long time. And he has uttered over and over again when Pat has to start doing this over and over again, he's going to run into trouble. Same players constantly at the end. Same, you know, trying to come up with new puns. You know, maybe getting killed for the reusing. And then that's the mis- not what. That's not why this was bad, though. Well, that's but not hold, why. hold on. First hold of on. all, I mean, we could grade down the stone thing. He's going back to the well, the well, the well. Um, how many times we got to that Florida pack? How many times we got to keep rhyming with Kachuk? But then, you know. You just get lost. You put too much pressure on yourself. Like, I I constantly would tell Pete, there's going to be a good one. There's going to be a good one. He's told us for multiple days. He's gone out of his way to text me. He didn't even have a post-game clip. I mean, it's the most important game of Stanley. It's game three that goes to overtime. We don't even have a post-game clip ready to go. He abandons the script. Uh, he can't power through. I mean, I've had those problems where they become hysterical. But you know what? I get graded down. I think the pressure and the constant having to do it has caught up with Pat. The shine is worn off. And I believe this to be the lowest score of the entire postseason. And it comes at perhaps the biggest moment in the biggest game that we needed to do for Canadian Bacon in the postseason. And this is the last time Pat's doing this this season. I'm back next week. This is how Pat will be remembered. Well, I don't think he got exposed by doing it too much. I think he couldn't keep it together. Have he just played the wrong clip but picked it up from there and finished it wouldn't have been a five, but it, it could have been a great bacon. Right. But that was the thing. It was just he let his emotions get the best of him. That's not being. That's not because he's yeah, done it I, too many times. I mean, we got six minutes of word throw up, and all we got played was one highlight twice. That's like having a flat tire and not fixing it, but just puncturing the other three tires. I, I just, I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed, DA. <laughs> Pete, yes, take it from here. Where, where, what'd you think? No, it, it, it's. Uh, I was always told in this business that it's about recovery, not about execution. I would hope it's somewhat about execution. Well, it is. But, but the point is, you got to be on your toes even more so when you recover than you are during the actual first part of the execution. And that was a perfect spot, and he did it with the song. 
That was the perfect spot to get off of it. Right, because he, he got into the call me maybe. Right. Use yep. it to his advantage. Yeah, that's true. You In that, you said, I played the clip already, or I, I played the clip before, but something, something for Hagee. Right. right. And he wasn't even sing song. He it, just read it sullenly. If you sang that, he would have been back on track. I think it would have been. It would have uh, led to um, right. maybe a little bit higher score. Not the five, but it led to a higher score. But imagine he actually used the slip up to vault himself into right. a five. Like, wow, can you believe he's using the mistake on the fly? And, wow, he just let himself, he just let the emotion get the best of him. He, he went Antonio Brown. Yeah, this one, this one avalanched. I, I got no words. I played the wrong clip, and I blacked out. I blacked out. <laughs> King no more is what's trending on Twitter. <laughs> King no more is trending. <laughs> trending. What a, a puff of smoke from the Vatican here. It's over. Oh, well, who is the king then? You'll hear him. Back for a second term next week. Oh, Greg Cassard is coming back? If there's a seventh game of the Stanley Cup final, if, if there's a seventh game, which is a big if, could we bring Boyle back for one last go at it? <sighs> Only if there's a game seven. Wow, I mean, I find that a little insulting. I've sat here for three weeks on the <laughs> sideline watching everybody else do it. I'm ready to finally get back in on the cup. I'm going to have game seven taken away from me? Uh, Sean, you're right. Uh <laughs> Let's see if Greg Caserta is available. I I think you don't hear Pat Boyle until Canadian Bacon 2024, and this is how he gets remembered into the offseason. <laughs> like the Chargers collapse. That's it. That's it. What do we do? How do we pick up the pieces? He's not rooting for another Kachuk run. There's only so many rhymes he's got left in his holster. Scherzer in the uh, NL wild card. I, I hate to sit Boyle, who's clearly a star, <laughs> on the sideline. For a full calendar year, can we at least get him in for Wimbledon? No, no. Or for <laughs> DA's dying for Wimbledon. Now, I'll bacon. say this. I'll say this. Pat will say this that he put himself out there on the line to do this and said it was going to be the perfect uh, Canadian bacon. Yeah, he did. We we actually adjusted the schedule, yeah, so did. he could do it. You're right. So You're I right. think it's only fair to let the puffy one do. You're right. Uh, the remaining. You're right. When you're right, you're right. Pete's right. He's the voice of reason here. I just, I feel like I just watched Steve Bartman, and now he's got to go into hiding for the rest of his life, and that's not fair. You know, it's like Boyle's too good at this to have to go into hiding for a calendar year and to live with that shame. He's like Buckner. He's going to die with this. It's tough. It's tough. But, you know, they say Dems the breaks. Is that what they say? That is exactly what they say. It's not funny. Oh, was that even a pun? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Um, but hashtag King no more. I'm sorry, Pat. It was a good run, man. I'm, I'm hurting over here. I'm hurting. I'll take that crown back. It was, in terms of dramatic, <laughs> that was actually more dramatic than I think having the greatest Canadian <laughs> bacon ever because it was so unpredictably, it was a meltdown. We've never had a meltdown. I and I will kind of like uh, the XFL gives you an inside look on how challenges work, DA, uh, up in the booth. I could tell you sitting next to the oink grader, we did get a mumble of, we going to get a highlight anytime soon in here early on. So even before mistakes, things were getting hot back here with the guy on the oink button. Senor Pantleg tweets, never call your shot. 
Daniel tweets, Pat Boyle turned into James Harden in the clutch. Alex tweets, that was a spectacular Boyle fail. And he hammers Mraz versus Canadian Bacon constantly. Squishy liquid. Wow, when it started, I smiled and thought, see, he's just on another level. Then he played the wrong clip and fell apart. I'm floored. Timbo Slice, performance issues happen, bud. Spark Gang, the Florida pack Tom Doyle had was laced. Maybe his Twitch mob likes him, but the YouTube gang is done with his bacon. Whoa. Hashtag down with Doyle. Hashtag spoiled pork. Whoa, that gets trending by the end of the day. He's in trouble. Spoiled pork. Daniel tweets, Pat Boyle has been demoted from Bacon King to Bacon Jester. Dan tweets, how the mighty have fallen. Salty bacon. And Beat Rice is just trying to pump up a broken boil right now. Keep your head up, Tom. Not every goat is flawless. Oh, man. It's an an eight-run second inning in a uh, win-or-go-home game. That was devastating. That... That's oh, a devastating end man. to the Canadian bacon season for Boyle. I don't even know if I'd buy house windows from Boyle today. <laughs> I'm going to have to swallow this one. I'm going to have to swallow it. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to I'm going to have like I, DA like you said, I'm going to have to hope for a game 7 here and that and that Mraz wants to give another shot. Yeah, or maybe Wimbledon bacon. DA <laughs> <laughs> sort really pushed the Wimbledon bacon. <laughs> He's just he's too good to put on the shelf for a full year having to wear this. But look, as Merez said, the old adage is Dems the brakes. Dems the brakes. <laughs> Boyle now has to pick up his soul and deliver headlines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, game three, the Stanley Cup final. <laughs> Follow that. Florida Panthers are on the board. Matthew Kachuk tied the game with less than three minutes left. Then Carter Verhage won it in overtime. The Panthers rallied to beat the Vegas Knights. Vegas Knights 3-2 in OT last night. In Sunrise. You win three straight championships. You're a certified dynasty. The Oklahoma softball team has cemented that now. They are one of the greatest programs of all time. They sweep the Women's College World Series with a 3-1 win over Florida State last night in Oklahoma City. They finished the year with a 61-1 record, and they've won 53 straight. (laughs) Could you imagine a family of an Oklahoma softball player member tuning into this show at this moment going, yes, I'm going to hear this score and this announcement read on CBS Sports Radio, and they get a flat boil dejected from Canadian bacon giving this moment of their life. Yeah, they won. Yeah, this is brutal. Sidney Sanders and Grace Lyons hit back-to-back home runs in the fifth inning to give OU the lead, and Jordy Ball finished the game three perfect innings to seal the deal. Here's OU head coach Patty Grosso on the three-peat. I don't know how to explain it. I just can tell you the way I feel right now is free because the expectation is overwhelming. The pressure is overwhelming, and they all have each other to laugh with. I'm standing here by myself, so that's why you're hearing my voice. Patty Grosso with uh, exactly how I'm feeling that's right amazing. now. That is a perfect it's clip. It's really amazing, and she won. <laughs> but, I mean, really, listening to this headlines is like listening to Matt Ryan's postgame after the Super Bowl. Forced to talk. <laughs> all right. All right, let, let's, let me let's pick myself up here from the britches. Let me deliver you a good rest of this headlines here. Over to baseball, Blue Jays beat Houston for the second straight day by the score of 3-2, to two, a three-run fifth inning. 
Chase Romber Valdez from the game. Jose Barrios turned in six good innings. Toronto takes three out of four from the Astros and mentioned it before. But again, Houston slugger Jordan Alvarez exited that game early with oblique discomfort and still no word yet from Dusty Baker on if he will have to go on the IL. He didn't make it, pro. In St. Pete, Harold Ramirez's two-run home run was the cut that hurt the most. The Rays sweep the Twins with a 4-2 win at the Trop. They're now 29-6 and at home this year. And finally, another epic comeback from the Braves last night. Two on, two out, the pitch. Swung on, belted, deep right field. Get out of here, Ozzy. Home run. Ball game. They scored the final seven runs, including that Ozzy Albies three-run walk-off home run in the bottom of the 10th. That was Joe Simpson, Braves Radio. Atlanta storms back to sweep the Mets 13-10 in 10 innings. First time in Mets franchise history that they lose three straight games where they had a three-plus run lead in all of them. And they've now lost six in a row. They're eight and a half games back of the division. NBA news, Miami has already ruled out Tyler Hero for game four of the NBA Finals tonight. Hero was cleared to practice but not cleared for game action in his return from his broken hand. Jimmy Butler, always beating that drum, says his team's confidence has not wavered. I continue to be who I am. We will continue to be who we are as a group, as a team. We're going to go out here and we're going to compete together. We're going to win together. And um, we're going to be who we are. I wouldn't change a thing, though. Nuggets lead the series two games to one. Game four tonight at 8.30 Eastern. WNBA, one game on the docket last night. It was a potential WNBA Finals preview. Dewana Bonner dropped a career-high 41 points. The Connecticut Sun handed the Las Vegas Aguses their first loss of the season, 94-77. And men's semifinals today in the French Open. The second semi of the day pits reigning French Open runner-up Kasparut against Alexander Zverev. Right now, early on in a... Huge battle between Novak Djokovic and world number one Carlos Alcaraz. Djokovic up a break early, four games to two. And uh, that's all I got for you guys. All right, thank you, Pat. The question now becomes, was that a top 10 of the 12 DAs of Christmas for the wrong reasons? We have to debate that. The historians will do that throughout the year. When we come back, it's a Target Demo Friday. DA, CBS Sports Radio. It's a Friday fiesta. Here's what our listeners in the Target demo are up to. Dan in Mechanicsburg, happy TD Friday. Caught the first hour, 96.5 in Harrisburg, the rest on Amazon. Joey was my favorite uncle from Full House, and don't worry, Pat Boyle. Even Brady threw a four-interception game at one point in his career. Hashtag cut it out. Target demo Friday. Lukewarm Churro is listening in Boise on KTIK 95.3. Going to spend this weekend in my sanctuary at the Grill. Uncle Jesse all the way. Hashtag Milkman and Paperboy. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. Oh, those pancakes. Miguel says, hey, get Gail a toy trumpet and make him blow it every time someone comes in and announce them like royalty. Target Demo Friday. Whoa! Wow! Steven Saverna Park, good morning on the road to D.C. Listing via the CBS Sports app. Uncle Joey, if I must choose, Ubering from the hotel next Friday so a stressed out gelb doesn't wreck my car. Can't wait. Hashtag TDF. Shout. Wow, Steven Saverna Park's coming. All right, I love it. Kyle says, DA, I'm still in burning hot Lake Havasu City, connected to the mothership via the Odyssey app. Not a Full House fan, so I guess it's a tie. Happy birthday to my girlfriend, Sarah, on a Target Demo Friday. And they're all naked. 
Backwards Brian is watching on Twitch in North Carolina. I always liked Uncle Joey more, DA. Will you please watch and review Sharknado 1 through 7? Would love to hear your thoughts. Hashtag everywhere you look. Target Demo Friday. Get a load of this! Get a load of this! I seen Sharknado 1. I stopped there. A special Target Demo Friday coming from this house. Hey, Dad, can I get a beam up? Baby AJ listening to my first shows this week outside of the womb with Mom, a.k.a. the Bourbon Bell in the nursery, enjoying searching the screen for Rosie the Cat cameos. Hashtag, when can I do bacon? Target Demo Friday. Wow, it's hyping already. At this rate, AJ, you might have it next week after Pat melts down. (laughs) (laughs) Senor Pantleg, watching on YouTube, celebrating a birthday weekend at a secluded lake house with the Senora. No responsibilities, no kids, and about a thousand beers. Uncle Leo is the only TV uncle for me. Hashtag TDF. Shake that Lafferty. Shake that Lafferty. Candy girl. Fatty Cracker says, hey, guys, if J House isn't available for music, what about OK Hip Hop? I hear good things about him. From his dad. Target Demo Friday. Akira, Akira. I never really knew that you could play like this. Hey. That's Badlands Booker's son. Maybe OK Hip Hop can DJ for us. Marianne is in Richmond, Virginia, one week until Bob's Bar. Yay! Listening via Twitch, I want to say Uncle Jesse's the best because that's who childhood me would have picked on a Target Demo Friday. Where the kisses are hers and hers and his three's company too. Daryl's in Central Missouri on Odyssey. I hated Full House growing up, but I love Dave Coulier. Hashtag Joey for the win. Target Demo Friday. Old Connor McDavid had a stick. E-I-E-I-O. Justin is on KTIK, the app in Boise. Team Jesse for the win. Hashtag Big Baby at the Landfill. Hashtag Morty D'Souza. Hashtag Little Wet, Little Drippy. Big Baby and the Landfill. This is my life. This is my sad, sad life. It's not funny. Sparks Gang is watching on YouTube here, the 330. Uncle Jesse, hands down. At least he would bring something nice home to look at. Enjoy the weekend. Hashtag gravy boys. Hashtag that's what's in. Hashtag smoking weed, spreading seeds. Target Demo Friday. Big ass. And Ostrogize is in gloomy Fayetteville, Arkansas, watching on Twitch with the Twitch Mob. My short film was selected for Best Horror Short at the Texas Short Film Festival. Happy Friday, a and Congratulations, Ostrogize. Uncle Joey all the way. Target Demo Friday. Padres on the loose. Let's go, Goose. That's what's in. Bryce gonna lose, and Manny's gonna cruise. That's what's in. All right. Let's get to your epic fail. If we have time, we'll get some more Target Demo Fridays in. Mraz is lined up a week from today for a nine-second belch in his face. Here it is, your epic fail. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. And you need to belch two inches from his face. The biggest belch you've ever got. You've got to belch in his face after pounding coffee and donuts. Is that... Can you do that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, poor Moraz. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, maybe we'll break the record. I have a nine-second record on you on, on my YouTube channel. So, oh, oh, okay, nine-second belch. How do you get to nine seconds? What's the beverage that you need? All you're getting is a uh, spam. Well, that time I, I used Diet Coke. You know, I, I just, uh, you know, I just had the two-liter Diet Coke, right? I tried to finish it, you know, but. But you know, I, I got I got halfway, and then you know the carbonation, the buildup was just too much, and it was just like you you know I was just like you, you know a superhero, you know, saying you know how like how like um you know the X Men you know Cyclops has his like you know plat you know like like you know his 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 like eye rays or or Iron Man has his repulsor rays, you know I just open my mouth and just let the burps go. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be real hot. It's going to be real loud. I was excited for it. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> it's going to be like the spray zone at the hot dog contest. He's no. going to bow out! Oh, you know, right it's the best place to be until it's not, but it's going to be okay. You're going to be okay, so <laughs> Epic fail, you loser. Zach. Is why you fail. Epic fail. All in for Bob's bar, says DA, just to help Bob out, I was going to bring three dozen eggs, ham, cheese, and muffins for breakfast sandwiches. I'm listening on Sirius XM 158, Knoxville, Tennessee today. Hashtag Bob's bar, hashtag Target Demo Friday. Whoa! Alan tweets, I'm watching on YouTube the clearing up of the wreck of Tom Boyle's train wreck, Alan of Manitoba, hashtag TDF. I'm a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. Upside down table says I'm listening to the show on the Bob's Odyssey app at Bob's Bar. I look forward to holding many beers and dongs as long as Mraz doesn't have a tantrum and flip me over again. Oh, Uncle Jesse has the hair of God. Enough said. Hashtag don't turn West Babylon into a landfill on June 16th. Gudikins. That's... The table that Mraz flipped oh, tweeting at us. I gotcha. Okay. It's very avant-garde. Very meta. Wow. I can confirm that table will be there. Yes. Thomas is listening to the show on the SiriusXM app while getting through one more day at work before the missus and I head to the Outer Banks for a week of sun, fun, and booskies. Would love to cut it short and sneak up to Bob's Bar next Friday on our way back to Vermont. Okay. Target Demo Friday. All right, guys. That does it for us. What a fun week to be back. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And we are going to piece Humpty Dumpty, Pat Boyle back together again because his confidence is shot and we need it up for the Oil Boil competition a week from today. Thanks to Sean Mraz, executive producer, Pete the Body Bellotti of the Wheels of Steel and audio director, Pat Boyle on your headlines, and Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you Monday. I'm DA, the Mothership Disconnect. Make the picks. Make the damn picks. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 